Loading the no applause, just the clap. I'm Doug, and with me is Deb. If we're trying to rush through this, we can go play trivia. Yep. At it's gonna be like two, a good. It's gonna be like Saturday. a good. It's gonna be like a good week episode of Damn. Short, sweet. Neurotic. Oh, uh, no, the good weeks are non-neurotic. That's why they're so short. Oh, nothing great, terrible happens. Nothing to talk about. It's all like, hey, life's all puppies and blowjobs. Um, not at the same time. Good lord, why would you say those two things together? Would you prefer I like blowing puppies, or I prefer blowies, puppies blowing me? Out there in the world now. I'm okay with that. Two weeks ago I said I wanted a lady to make sex at. Well, doesn't everybody want a lady to make sex at? Excuse me. Gay dudes? A lady that's consenting to let you make sex at her? Speaking of gay dudes, there's a new thing, Deb. Oh, Lord. We're, sin- we're cisgender. Did you know that? We're cisgender. What's that mean? Cisgender means that it's like the opposite of transgender. We identify with our birth gender, and we're not changing it. You may have male traits, like some of your hobbies, your speech. Um, oh, shit! That's a Did little... Did you just call me masculine, you fucker? You're prettier than some girls I know? Fail. Fail plus. Google minus? <laughs> you are such a dick. I know. I don't know why I said that in Batman voice. Sorry. I know. I just assumed you were selling. On Batman? I love you. I know. I love you. <laughs> With my dick. Wow, this is going to be a good episode. This is going to be great. Uh, so, I am just so tired. I'm so oh. tired. Oh, so tired. So, oh. so, so tired. Oh. Oh, right, Liz. <laughs> However, speaking of the gays... Okay, let's go with that. Let's go with that segue. Now I've been rewatching Queer as Folk. Okay. Because it's something that I can't. I don't, Hell sparks, right? I think so. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, it's something that I don't get emotionally invested in, and I can I can fall asleep to it. It's like I'll put on an episode and I can just pass out. It's fine. However, it has done two weird things to me. One, it's made me way more paranoid to walk home at night. Don't know when the fag bashers are gonna come. <laughs> and two, you're I'm not a fag. I realize that, honey. It's just one of those things. Right now, Gonzo's freaking out that we just said that. Because we get to drop the F. But it's within context. That's exactly why I said it. Right. Two, it makes me think there are totally gay dudes having sex everywhere behind any door. It's, it's like the scene in Fear and Loathing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's always some weird scene with people sniffing coke off each other's arms. No, it says, it's, with any luck, his life is ruined forever. Now he thinks behind... Uh, closed doors in his favorite bars. There's men in red cut and his red woolen shirts getting off on kicks he'll never know about. Well, A, uh, your paranoia is probably more accurate than that guy's. Um, and B, Queer as Folk is what? It's it's the Six Sorry. Feet Under of gay shows, right? I don't know. I never watched Six Feet Under. Oh. I just imagine instead of dead people, they're gay. Not that dead people can't die. They're not immortal. Um, it's not like gay people are vampires or something. Actually, that was, I was going to say, there's been a lot of talk about that was the metaphor in True Blood, was that vampires were... Yeah. Oh, fang, uh, fang bangers. bangers and all that? I mean... Which yeah. is which is funny, because that's 
shockingly not even close to how it is in the books. Like, even a little bit. Yeah, but you know what? And I, I, I love him to death. Alan Ball, I mean, he's gay. He's going to do, I mean, he's going to well, kind of have that spin on it. But I mean, whether you I mean, think did about you it, see the last it? 20 minutes of American Beauty? I mean, whether you actually know it or not, you write what you know. And, and he knows gay, gay bashing. So, yeah. Yeah. Ugh, sleepy. Sorry, I'll wake up. I'll wake up. No, you'll probably fall asleep talking about half this shit. Because it's going to be kind of boring. No, we'll be fine. Um, what a great start to a show. It's going to be boring. Strap in, motherfuckers. So that you don't fall out of your chair. Um, when you fall asleep. Uh, no. As you fall asleep. So, I, I guess I'm, I'm, I'll drive this train. Um, it's a rarity. That's funny. You don't really drive a train. You operate a train. It doesn't have a steering wheel? No, I guess if it's on rails. Yeah, there you go. Dude, I'm just going off the rails on this crazy well, train. You realize that you can't drive a train if it's off the rails either. There's still no... That's why there. it's a crazy train, Dab. So Harvey Birdman. No. Nope. Attorney at law. Oh, that we're jumping to? Yeah. Oh, I see. You rule the list, but I run the... Okay. Okay. I got you. I got you. I got you. I got you. You're the rails. I'm the operator. I got it. Get the funny little hat. There we go. Okay. It's like a chef chauffeur hat. It's fucking weird. Anyway... It's like two gay hats had a weird gay butt baby hat. Um, I need to stop talking for a little bit. Um, Sorry, I just got a message from our non-tour and it's making me laugh. I'll try to take that personally. I've started rewatching Harvey Birdman. Um, Attorney at Law? I'm sorry, Birdman. Um, I used to have it on DVD. Um, I've talked about kind of the loss of pop culture material before. Um, and it was just kind of this weird, I don't know what made me think of it, but I was like, I could use all four seasons again. And just throw it on the external hard drive and just, I was like, yeah, maybe it'll rot, maybe it won't. And I got home actually the night after trivia and wanted to watch something just funny and episodic well, and it's, short. It's, it's, it's such an easy watch because you can jump in and out of it and it's still funny mm -hmm. and it's not topical. So it's still pretty relevant. Uh, no, but, uh, well, yes, it, it all is. I'm saying that's not what I just questioned myself yeah, objection overruled um weirdly enough I'm not tired stop staring at me um don't you look at me um I only watched the first couple episodes uh they were the uh w one of them was actually one of my favorites uh I don't remember what the f oh the first one was uh Race Bannon and uh Benton Quest and the custody hearing Oh, yeah. I mean, really, like, you go, oh, like, and I'm like, that was the first episode. And I forgot, I knew that Stephen Colbert was the voice of his boss, uh, Ken Sabin. Yeah. I forgot he was the voice of Reducto, the hyper-neurotic, shrink-way-wielding, prosecuting, and he's like, who touched my ass? Do you want to get shrunk? Shrink-ray! <laughs> and just walks backwards. Oh my god, I What's forgot. What's the name of the judge they have that has the bell sound effect? And he sounds like diddly diddly. Oh, he goes diddly diddly. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, it's, I don't know the name of him, but it's like the caveman. He's got the club. Yeah, yeah. And he keeps coughing up squirrels. Like he coughs, and he, and he can't get uh, Harvey Birdman's name right. And he keeps going, yeah, you, uh, Harvey Birdbath, Har Harvey Barbalith, uh, Harvey Bohemian, go. Hey, my personal favorite episode is the classic Flintstones episode. 
remember the Flintstones one. They do a hilarious faux opening in it that's their parody of the of the Sopranos opening. And I, oh, that's right, because uh, Fred's the Dawn. No, 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 no. Barney's, Barney's the, Dawn. the Dawn, but they think Fred's the Dawn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They also did the jokes about his personality changing every time he gets hit in the head yeah. with a bowling ball. And I want to say that the strip club was called the Bada Bing. In the Sopranos? No, in the uh, Flintstones parody. Uh, bottom bi- uh, Bada Bing was in the Sopranos. I'm assuming some kind of rock pun in... Yeah. Um, the second episode I watched was easily one of my favorites. Is the one where Apache Chief spills coffee on his lap and can't enlarge. No, grow big. Oh, he says he says he says both actually. Um, he's like I can't enlarge. Yeah, grow big. Can I talk? Um, I f- really did forget, and that's when he's like, he's all like, yes, I cannot grow big, and the judge is like, diddly diddly. <laughs> I also love that the joke is that, I was going to say, he what did he do? He spilled coffee on his No, 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 was, there was some reason why he got big and did something. He fought a meteor, he, he batted a meteor into using, space. Like I said, using the telephone pole, uh-huh. which knocked out their credit card machine she, at the coffee shop. That's why he had to use cash. He and was, I was going to say, he was looking for change, and that's how he spilled the coffee yeah. on himself. I mean, it's weirdly layered and weirdly meta. Like, it's ridiculous. Um... I, I haven't gotten there, but the Jetsons were one of my favorite ones, where they go back in time to sue the present um, for global warming, and it takes them, like, an entire day to cross the office, because they're, like, used to, like, the, the moving walkways, and Astro dies halfway through, and, like, George Jetson's like, leave him, son, look away, and Astro's like, or, uh, the, yeah, the dog was Astro, right? Yeah, no. Astro's the dog, Elroy's the son. Uh, yeah, and Astro's like, just leave me, go on without me. But with, like, a, that dog then, speech impediment. Um, as I'd imagine a talking dog would have. Um, if life has taught me nothing, it's that if dogs could talk, they'd have a speech impediment. Scooby-Doo. Ruh-roh. Everybody hated Scrappy. Even Dynamite had some kind of weird stutter, or he had, like, power Tourette's. So... <laughs> it was Dynamite. Oh, Dynamite's on one of the episodes. They think he killed someone. Or no, they think someone put him through the Xerox machine? So, it was something. What episode is it where they're... Is it something... I want to say it's about, like, song copywriting. Uh, was that the was that a Josie and the Pussycats one? I think it might have been Josie and the Pussycats, but I'm yeah. not 100% sure. Cause I, I know there was a Jabberjaws one, but I can't remember what oh, happened. Jabberjaw. The one with the, the dune buggy was, uh... He was, like, reckless endangerment and driving... But it turns out the two, like, horny teenagers keep fucking on his remote. It's <laughs> also the one where the Scooby-Doo mystery gang gets picked up for drug paraphernalia. Yeah. And they have, what, like, the, the, the bobby pins. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. Oh, my it's God. It's everything. such an amazing... I'm, I'm not even, like... Like I said, I'm only two episodes in. I'm trying to wrap up Arrested Development before I move on to a new, like, binge. But, um... Yeah, it was just... I was, like... Dude, I totally started watching Harvey Birdman. And you were like, put it on the list. And everyone I know is like, oh my god, I haven't thought of that show in fucking like ten years. That's actually, I was going to say, I can't say that. Because a co-worker and I of mine have always had the, 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 hey, did you get that thing I sent you? Mine is always quoting the, uh, the men talk, the mind taker. 
And he's all like, mind tag. I loved Mint. I, I, he hasn't popped up yet, but... He, no, I don't think he comes until the second season. But still. Because I know Bird Girl doesn't pop up until, like, the third or fourth. And Peanut. Peanut was fucking rad. Oh, Peanut. Go for Peanutty. Whatever <laughs> he answer the phone. And the best answering the phone things. Oh, it's so awesome. Not Teddy Westside. I'm bringing it back. Uh, if you remember correctly, Barney steals it at the end of that episode. Yes, but then uh, Ted brings it back. I don't remember that. Uh huh. Because Barney doesn't use it anymore, and uh, Ted decides to bring it back. That was what was the last season? Was what season nine? I believe Teddy Westside tries. He tries to bring it back in season eight. Because they have the gag where Barney holds up the sign with his phone number on it at the Super Bowl and gets on TV. And, then he and if you called that number, like, uh, he made a date with you. Did you not call the number? Of course not. I've got a date with Barney Stenson, like, in the middle of May next year. Is Neil Patrick Harris going to be there? Fuck, I don't know. Because I'd really like Neil Patrick Harris to be there. It'd be great. I just want to hang out with him. Ask, you know, Doogie Hauser questions. Did you know you were a trivia question? <laughs> I mean, probably was before us, but... Hmm. You know, you were a trump card in our game of... I was going to say in our games, game of cards against humanity if you played around Libby. Big fan. Doogie Hauser? No, uh, Neil Patrick Harris. Oh. What does that even mean? Oh, that's... To trump her? Yeah, if you play that card, she's going to pick that card. Oh, 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 there's I a, see. There's a few cards in our... Uh, cards Insta-pandering. Against, yeah, exactly. Well, that one, um, the biggest, blackest dick... Titty sprinkles. There's a few of them that if you play that card, you're just winning. I was talking to a coworker. Complisalt. Yeah, the Complisalt. It's from Community. Community. I had it pegged as Thirty Rock. It's an explain a brag. But you know, like that could be from Thirty Rock, cause uh, cause Jenna goes talks about the backdoor brag, and I was like, yeah. I'm like I. No, the Complisalt is from Community. It's the episode where um, Chevy Chase has the heart attack. Oh, yeah, they're, they're all in the, the hospital. hospital. And, and uh, he said, he, she explains the composite, and she's like, I was going to say, I made it up. It's called an explain-a-brag. <laughs> oh, Britta. She Britta Britta-ding. Moving on. What are we moving on to? The Strain, actually. I have yet to watch it. I'm just curious on how it's going to translate, because I really enjoyed the books. And I never read deal. the books. So it ought to be very interesting dichotomy at some on point a side, with us note on this. Everybody keeps asking me about these shows that are coming out, and unfortunately I'm the D-bag that's like, well, I've read the source material, so... I've had to say that about so many fucking things lately. I just sound like a like giant what? asshole. Um, I read Game of Thrones before the movie yeah. started. I read Walking I Dead the third comics. Book. Like I said, I read Walking Dead comics before they ever did Walking that's Dead. That's radically... It's, at this point, it's almost radically I realize that. I read the True Blood books before they were True Blood, I when did. they were still the Southern Vampire stories. I read The Strain before it was anything else. I mean, it's just one of those things where it's like... I read Spider-Man before it was a movie. Well, it's just one of those things where I, 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 I've had to start like ten conversations this week out with that, well, I read the books before it was a thing. Barnes and Noble. Such an a-hole. Selling HBO programming ten years ago. Um, I will say that, uh, and I think we said this, uh, I think a week back or a couple weeks back, but now that I've actually seen the episode, not just the clip. About a week back. 
What? No Doug Benson joke. About a week back? When he's going to get his weed card and he says he has a week back. How long has it been bothering you? About a week back. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Moving on. Um, Sorry, go ahead. That, uh, having not seen, uh, having only seen the clip on the Will Wheaton project, I think we talked about it, and then now that I've actually caught up on the, the first two episodes, the vampires are obviously, if it wasn't Guillermo del Toro, I would be like, well, they're fucking ripping off del Toro. Um, it's obviously designed, it came from the mind of the man that directed Blade Two. Um, Can you get past that, or are you going to be stuck on that? Um, I'm a little stuck on that just because, like, the whole, like, proboscis, um, like, tongue thing is, I mean, it, it really was a huge part of, of Blade Two, where they had the little, like, semi, like, little alien mouth plus the predator mouth, like, um, but I'm, I'm intrigued, um, I like that they're treating, like, the vampiric process as a virus, and they're looking at it scientifically. Um, this is different than when I looked at the vampiric process scientifically. Oh yeah, science vampire. I forgot about science uh, vampire. Science vampire. But mine was a bit more... It, it wasn't as... Mine was more procedural than it was... Um, the strain is a bit more of a horror slant to it. Whereas, oh, no, whereas no, mine, it's, mine it's, is more so like... So much more. Like I said, the horror is going to go more and more and more and more. And the thing that I actually ended up really liking about Well, a little French girl just killed her dad, and it was fucking... Literally, the second episode, I didn't realize was over until it, like, ended, and I was like, where's the rest of the episode? Holy shit, I just watched the, like, whole hour of it and didn't even realize it. Like I said, and I... Like, it sucked me in. I enjoyed them a great deal as I was reading them, but I really hope they make it to the end of the series... Simply because the thing I enjoyed most about it is that he went a different way with wrapping up the story. I heard that the first two acts of The Strain are, in the book, really good. Mm -hmm. But around act three, the characters start acting out of character. I disagree. Okay. I disagree. Do you want to know who you're disagreeing with, by the way? Hmm. Uh, Aisha Tyler and Will Wheaton. No, I disagree. The characters do start acting differently, but it's the culmination of the fact that they've aged and the experiences they've gone through. Okay. That now, is do they have, like, the Van Helsing character? The the, the, the guy keeps calling him the Jew. Um, Abraham, horrible foreign name. Yes, they do. Last name. Yes, they do. Okay. Because so far, I'm like, if you were played by John Hurt, I would love you. Oh, it seems like such a John Hurt fucking role. And if it was a Del Toro movie, John Hurt would be in it. It's not a movie, though, so John Hurt's unavailable. But, I mean, he would be in it. I mean, John Hurt was in... Del Toro did the Hellboys, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Professor Broom. Um, Great, now I just got Barry Manilow in my head. Thank you. Oh, uh, that was that was a very sweet, funny moment in Hellboy 2. Because you're like, ah, oh, fuck this movie. Elf princes... And then it's like I was gonna say the elf prince that looks suspiciously like Sephiroth and an extra from a Cradle of Filth video. I was gonna go the Ghost from the Matrix, but yeah. Which they were badass, but Matrix Two sucked. 
Are you kidding? I love the styling on them. It's too bad, you know, everything else was terrible. Well, I like the idea of that, like, they that's how they explain that it's like rogue programs and that's the supernatural. Older, like I said, they were from an older version of the Matrix, yeah. And that was neat, but it was just like this weird one line of exposition and then, like, badass fighting and you're like, no, I kind of would have liked kind of a build-up to that or, you know, the, them to be kind of the, the henchmen they have to get through... Which is funny. Like, like the way, like, John McClane has to get through the giant German guy to get to fucking Alan Rickman. You know what I mean? Hello, like, Alan. It's Alan. Sorry, I'm just gonna be Alan Rickman leaving himself a voicemail. Good job, Mr. Potter. I love you, Alan Rickman. I do, too. He's so awesome. He's even great in Love Actually. I mean, what the fuck? Okay, I actually really like that movie. But I'm also a girl. No. No, I do, too. I don't like a lot of that. The what the guy does. Uh, no, I haven't liked Four that. Weddings. I wasn't a huge fan. Uh, no, was it uh, Four Weddings? I liked I Notting gonna, Hill. Uh, Notting Hill. I wasn't a huge fan of. I was gonna say you didn't like Four Weddings. I don't think we can be friends anymore. Um, and I haven't seen his new one, the time travel one with uh, Bill Nye. Hot tub time machine. Yeah. Joke. Sorry, joke. I couldn't help myself. Is it? No, you said time it? travel. So you automatically went hot tub time machine. We can't be friends because you should have gone back to the future, asshole. You said most recent. Back to the future three. Most recent. We're talking about trains. <laughs> Did we already use up Clap to the Future? Because that would be a really good one for this one. I don't know if we've used Clap to the Future yet. I'm sure the internet will tell us. Well, I'm sure our RSS will tell us when I, it goes, Derp like a file. That's what my computer sounds like when it talks to me. Why does your computer like sound a file. like a dick bag? It just, it sounds like the, uh, the automated, uh, uh, voicemail voice where it's like, you have to hear your muscles. Why it's do like, you sound like George R. Biggs? You have... <laughs> you so already used that name. Oh my god. Does that make me a racist somehow? Yes, because that was so racist. Well, I... The movie, not you. Yeah, okay. Well, that's what I was asking about me. I'm not racist. Okay, we're done now. Would you like to talk about the Penny Dreadful finale? As much as I want to. Um, it was a bit of a weird letdown. Um, you didn't really see a big payoff with Dorian Gray, um, who Will Wheaton thinks is Oscar Wilde. I'm not quite sure what he was going for on that one. Um, Actually, that would make sense. It'd be nice if it was very meta that way, but... It, wasn't and I, I I don't quite know what he was getting at. He, it, he didn't explain it very well. Um, you don't really have a huge fan of Dorian Gray, so anyone who hasn't read the book that's been around for like what hundred years, um, how do you not know what he's looking at to heal? Like, let's just say somewhere in an attic, there's a portrait of you getting older. Hot tub time machine. Um, oh, you thought you were gonna stare at the hot tub time machine, not the age. Um, you had an alright payoff with uh, the whole Mina Murray thing um, who you would recognize as the, the heroine from um, Dracula um, we're not going to say heroin that's fine heroin um, you put really thought odd I, emphasis on that I you put heroin yeah I did it again didn't I no, you said hero wine the first time. Yeah, I know. It was fucking weird. Um, Nobody says that, Doug. You have a very weird. Um, I, I don't, you don't watch it, do you? 
Um, I know you don't care about spoilers. It will be spoilers, and I'll write this at the beginning of the episode. Spoilers. Justin. Um, he's not a bitch. Uh, he just, he's like, it, it's always funny because whenever we say spoiler alert, there's actually a 50-50 chance we'll actually spoil it. Or if it's like, yeah, so like in Dawn of the Apes, spoiler alert, but speaking of apes, in which way but loose, and then I like fall down this weird, like, uh, Bernadette Peters, um... Clint Eastwood hole and I never spoil the movie the the ape movie because I fought on a different hole just talking about it Eleven. yeah um however Penny Dreadful yes thank so you you can actually spoil it so in it Frankenstein's original creation because he actually did two monsters uh the first one killed the second one um has asked his maker for a bride that's not out of character whatsoever um, that wasn't facetious at all either. No, I was going to um, say he's lonely. Yeah. Um, and I, I believe that does actually happen in the original book. I haven't read Frankenstein in a while. I think I have it. I just haven't read it in years. Um, Damn you, Mary Shelley! Frankenhole. Um, Michael made me watch Frankenhole, and I was very on the fence about it. Yeah, me too. And I liked, you know, Stampinopolis. It's, parts of it it's were just really like, great. It was just and parts so, of it were not. Yeah, like I said, I was very on the fence it, about it. The good parts were good, and the bad parts were bad. I mean, it's it's one of those. It's very divisive. Uh, uh, yeah, divisive. But uh, anyway, um, basically the bride that uh, Dr. Frankenstein has found is Josh Harnett's now dead lover. Yeah, let's and it's Billy Piper, so yay, Bad Wolf. Like you know, anything involving Bad Wolf is gonna end well. Um, she even takes her form when she was the moment, because <laughs> some old lady decided to talk to me about David Tennant, not knowing like she's like, I don't know if you've heard about the Scottish actor David Tennant. I'm like, yeah, I might have heard of him. He's my doctor. You know, I say he's my doctor, and then you immediately go, be honest. Matt Smith is your doctor. He is your doctor. I want David Tennant to be my doctor, but Matt Smith is. It's... It's a rocky road, people. But speaking of Josh Arnett, you finally see something you saw on the opening credits that you've never seen in the show until the fucking finale, which... Kudos slash fuck you for teasing it since the first episode opening credits... Okay, we're gonna have to come up with a word that means kudos slash fuck you. Could you? Fuck dose. Fuck dose. I like fuck dose. Fuck dose makes me laugh. Fuck dose. They teased this on the opening credits. You don't have the payoff until the season finale, and the literally the last scene of the season finale. Josh Arnett's a werewolf. What? <laughs> exactly. Uh, I just did like the emoticon on the face from um, Scott Pilgrim, where she's like, mm-hmm. um, punch a me knife child. What? You punched me in the boob. Punched me in the boob. She's on Arrested Development. She's also the voice. Yeah, she's Anne. Excuse uh, me. Who? Bland. Her? Yeah. Who? Her? The actress. Yeah, she plays his girlfriend. Her? What? Her? What? You know they originally planned on. Yeah, I love Egg. <laughs> I was going to say, they originally planned on having a different actress player every Player every time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Mae Whitman killed it, and uh, that's who plays the half-ninja girl in... Um, she's genetically half-ninja in the uh, in the comics. Uh, that's who plays her in the um, 
in the movie, and then she's the voice of Tinkerbell. Really? Oh, yeah. That is awesome. Mae Whitman. Um, um, just got a message from Dave. He's just waiting. Can I wait till we're actually done with the show, or no? I was going to use it to segue into that band, but I guess not. Oh, is he on his way? No. He's going to meet us for trivia. Okay. Um, but I'm not done with the... So, Josh Arnett's a fucking werewolf. That's the goddamn dark secret he's been hiding that had something to do with like him leaving the United States because... He was, like, hunted by the U.S. Marshals. Um, oh, there's also the uh, stereotypical Native American tracker character from America who's hunting down Josh Arnett, and I'm like, I'm just waiting for him to throw the hydrotherapy tub out a window. Like, that's how, that's how... Yeah, it's, it's around here someplace, but I have a really good book about werewolves written by one of the women who also wrote on Swamp Thing a lot. Werewolf? Werewolf. <laughs> there, well, damn it! We're gonna have a lot of fucking young Frankenstein in this episode, aren't we? Damn your eyes! Too late. late. That's such a good. My mom to this day, if I look at her and go, Abby, Abby, normal, she will laugh. That and in from Spaceballs, where goes, my name's Barf. Full name, Bartholomew. She will laugh hysterically if I do either of those two lines. I love Young Frankenstein. You know, it actually. Is, one of my dad's favorite movies, and weirdly by proxy, it became one of my favorite movies. What's so funny is that and it's super out of character for my dad, but he loves Blazing Saddles. I don't... Blazing Saddles has this weird thing where it will not stick in my head. I will watch it over and over, and I just go, yeah, okay. And then someone will quote it, and I'll go, oh, what's that? And they go, Blazing Saddles. I'm like, that's weird. I watched that last week, and I didn't recognize fucking anything. Like, it has got this weird fucking, like force field of pop culture penetrability for my brain. And you know that's extremely rare. Which is funny because that has one of my favorite faux racist moments ever. Look what I found. Hey, where are the white women at? Tired. She's pooped. I guess I can't quote it. Oh god, see, I love that. Yeah, it's Chesky, Chesky LaRue, which oddly enough is a nickname I have used many times in my life. Uh, and also one of the names that Homer tried to rename Marge. Really? Yeah. He tried Chesty LaRue. Alright then. And uh, Busty Sinclair. <laughs> um, who was it? I want to say, was it Margaret Kahn? That can't, Madeline Kahn. In Blazing Saddles. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, died way too young. She'd have been, she should have been like every fucking Mel Brooks movie. She'd have been fucking made. She'd have been, she would have been like the Catherine O'Hara before Catherine O'Hara was Catherine O'Hara. She could be our generation's Betty White. We well, our generation's Betty White is still Betty White. Cause I was just joking, honey. Still now here's one. Or Clarence Leachman. On uh, on Douglas movies, they were talking about Into the Storm with I'm gonna get I don't know the actress's name, but it's the the dead mom from Walking Dead. Spoiler alert from two seasons ago. Um, and uh, Doug Benson goes, Yeah, she died in Walking Dead. I'm pretty sure she'll die in this. I think she's a Sean, she's the, the female, female version. Sean Bean. Yeah, female Sean Bean. At which point I was talking to someone and they go, Who's Sean Bean? I'm like, Don't worry about it. He dies in everything. You realize Requiem for a Bean? That's. I was trying to think of that yeah, yesterday, Requiem, and I'm like, what the fuck Requiem is the name of that category? Movies that Sean Bean dies in is still, to this day, my favorite Doug Loves Movies category ever. Uh, what is this note supposed to mean? 
Which one? Uh, the Newt Peanut new, Butter? Yeah, Newt Peanut Butter? Newt Peanut Butter? Uh, Newt Trade Paperback. Oh, God, okay. <sighs> yeah, that's why I don't write the write the whiteboard. Or I don't wipe the right board. I don't do either, really. Wipe the right board? Wow, that sounded fickly racist, too. Misa no racist, you said so. You said so. This episode's already gone on too long. Wait, it's a new trade paperback. <laughs> I was trying to think of something else. It's like, okay, he can do Jar Jar Binks and Bane. He's going to die alone. Um, yeah, that's why you're going to die alone. Yeah, have you ever been talked to by a guy at the bar by either Jar Jar Binks or Bane where it's like, oh, I'd like to be born into your darkness. Oh, good lord. Or, you so horny? You still want to go back to Yusa, please? Did you hear that noise? That was my vagina slamming shut. It packed up its shit and it went home. I actually heard the vacuum seal of it drying. Exactly. Um, it's like the Sahara. It's like uh, when you take that last episode of Through a Straw and it's like... Yeah, no. That's what happened. But your vagina. I'm not sucking on your vagina, but, you know, that'd be the sound. That was the vacuum noise that was coming from my lady area. Yeah. That might be the least sexy thing I've ever heard. Although, I admit, it My totally... dick just died. <laughs> Damn it. Like I said, I, I will admit, though... Did you bury it in your yard? Oh, wait. <laughs> I meant it literally died. It fell off. It's a lot of Doug Benson on this episode. That's true, man. We're gonna have to fucking... Yeah. Should we send him a note? I can tag him in it. Tag it out of it. I won't. Um, do you want to talk about your trade paperback or no? I do. I do. Um, Debbie and I talked a couple weeks ago about how I lost, once again, lost kind of the pop culture material of my life, a 15-year collection of trade paperbacks, um, which I'm not really bitter about at this point. Um, well, I've moved on. I trade paperbacks, so that's something that is... Very little resale value. I've read them over and over again, which is why I've memorized them all. But it's also something that, for the most part, you can get back without a huge amount of expense or effort. <laughs> well, the second part, yeah, the former, no. Huge I mean, amount of expense? A lot of expense. I mean, it was an entire bookcase He's full of... $20 comics. You imagine you can fit, what, maybe 50 to 20 per shelf? Five shelves? That's, you know, you're coming up on, wait, hold on, so that's 400 times, that's $2,000. You're right, that doesn't make sense. Yeah. But you started rebuilding that's the, the re collection. That's, that's, that's to recoup the collection. I've started rebuilding Book by book, um, and we talked better, about that. I really wanted to act, that. I really would rebuy um, Peter David's Modern X uh, Factor because I really want to see how that ends with Cortex. Um, but uh, I started and I bought uh, Batman. Uh, well, it's called Death. Of, it's it's a Batman comic. It's called Death of the Family, which is a play on the '90s Batman crossover Death in the Family, in which the second Robin dies, not raped. Um, but dies. And in it, it's the, it's the new 52, which I'm not extremely well versed in. Uh, we talked about how the Joker has cut off his face and stapled it back onto his skull, thus making the Joker even more terrifying by turning him into fucking Scarface, not Scarface, Leatherface. 
Um, look at me, I'm Leatherface. I did it, Seth Green. You were doing Adventure Brothers, right? It's about the same thing. Yeah. Um, I'm about halfway through. It's really fucking good. Basically, the premise is Joker thinks Batman is weakened by his support group, so he's going to either mindfuck or kill them all. Oh, great. And he mindfucks with Barbara uh, with Batgirl by kidnapping her mom, seating her over a five-pound nail bomb, and going, if you don't marry me, I'm going to blow up your mother. Oh, and by the way, the wedding ring, it's from your mom. I cut off her finger and with the ring on it. Like, here you go. Oh, Joker. Uh, and then her, yeah. Love that Joker. Love that Joker. I had a Smilex background for my computer, but it was bright pink and, like, lime green, and it just hurt my eyes to look at it. It almost gave me a migraine. Well, not to be a dick, but we kind of have to rush through. Uh, okay. Uh, trivia. Why do you keep stepping on my dick, Doug? Do you want the good answer, or the, well, do you want the complimentary answer, or the insulting answer? Both, actually. Complimenting answer? It's just that big. <laughs> Can't help it. Uh, negative answer. You're a silly broad. Well, it's just one of those things. Where <laughs> I like that you just moved on from that. Like I said, two weeks in a row, I had the right answer and I was shot down. Yeah, but you know what? The first week, I had two right answers, and you were like, be more assertive. And I was like, okay. And to be perfectly honest, one of the answers you you suggested, three of us... Out of what five, six? Okay, which one? Uh, you get you you were right in saying Dillinger. I was totally right in saying Dillinger. But three of us were like, it could be Bugsy Malone. And you've always, and I'm not saying groupthink is a positive thing, but you've always kind of bowed to well, majority one, rule. I was gonna say one that makes sense, and two, you know, poor Libby and Leisha basically got the whole team forced on them, so. But not in a rapey way. No. Not in a rapey way. Hey, you know, I'm just saying. A lot of dudes on that team. You start saying people force each other. Actually, no, I was going to say, actually, for the most part, we're pretty even gender-wise. Because we're normally three and three. That's a whole team full of cisgenders. Yeah, it is. Huh? Yeah, like I said, normally we're three and three. However... And much like an awkward prom, we all sit across the table from each other. I was going to say, however, I don't know if you've noticed, but it's amazing how many of our friends are just completely full of useless knowledge. Like, Deb's trivia brain is ridiculous. Even, even when we're wrong, our educated guesses make sense. Once again, back to Dillinger, when... We named off, like, probably at least eight different gangsters that we knew. Well, we knew, it, we knew it wasn't, um, we knew it wasn't Mickey Cohen because that was L.A. We knew it wasn't... Uh, Capone because he died in jail. We knew it wasn't... I said Johnny Stompanato. No one knew who the fuck that was. And I'm like, well, they took over the rackets after Mickey Cohen, but moving on. Um, and I was like, but Joey Stompanato was um, L.A., so it's got to be down to um, kind of the East Coast, and we or uh, the Midwest even, and we said it was down to... I walked in and said Bugsy Malone, which admittedly you said, and... It was a good guess. It, it's a very well-educated guess. Um, three of us, the three guys, thought Dillinger died in a field. I later, upon you know realizing it was it was actually um, Bonnie, what, what and Bonnie and Clyde died in a field. Um, 
who are we other? Well, there was one other. Was it just Dillinger? Yeah, I guess it was just Dillinger. It's interesting uh, though because when you think about it, it had a giant dick like Milton Berle big. That's not what I was going to say at all. Like Tom Hardy on that HBO it's show. People big. in our age group. Oh, I was going to say a lot of them fans of Dillinger Escape Plan. How many people actually know the origin of that name? I don't. Seriously. I don't even listen to him. Like, if you played Dillinger's well, no, escape plan right now, I wouldn't It's a reference to the fact that Dillinger carved a fake gun out of soap and blackened it with shoe polish while he was in prison and used it to escape. Sure. Shoe polish. It was a poop gun. So, Internet, tell me I'm wrong from last week. Oh, we're not gonna... Oh, did you want to? There was a question mark. Well, because I didn't know what kind of time we were running. Um, I want to wrap this up. The sack up on that Batman shit, asshole. I just chastised myself. That should be a t-shirt. Just sack up on that Batman shit, shit, asshole. Um, I'll make a note. Uh, <laughs> um, it was Batman's 75th birthday. Yay. Happy birthday, Bruce. Um, that was on, I don't know, sometime this week, I posted a picture of me wearing my uh, four-year-old nephew's Batman mask. Um, at which point everyone went, you're still a better Batman than Affleck. Um... Uh, I think it's because I didn't look really sad in all of my pictures. Um, Shut up, Bruce Wayne. And uh, speaking of, of Batman pictures, we will talk more about everything that's coming out of uh, SDCC. Oh, yes. Uh, we, just, we need another week to process. Yeah, I mean, we could talk all about the Gotham pilot. We've already seen the Flash pilot. Uh, the Avengers promotional posters that show pretty much everyone fighting armies of Ultrons. They also put out the first look at Ar- uh, Arrow Season 3. Ooh. Have you not watched it yet? Mm-mm. Awesome. But yeah, they did the first look for Arrow Season 3, and frankly, just all the things from Comic-Con. But we need a week to go through it. Brandon Routh in it? I don't remember. The Adam? Yeah, I think so. Raymond Palmer? I think so. Okay. We'll see if he shrinks. Internet. Shrink him! <laughs> Internet. Bring it all around. Harvey Clapman. That'll be the name of the episode. I think I was sold. Is that Absolutely. sold? That's sold. That's gold. Uh, Internet tells us we're wrong. We have a list. Uh, some we're going to spend time on, some we're not. Um, poke your eyes out. I was way off. It was actually on Off the Deep End, which is the one with him as the Nirvana cover. Oh, yeah. Swimming up to the donut. Yeah. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Um, is spelled J A M I R O Q U A I. I had to look that. I deleted that game off my phone. By the way, okay, no we've, more we've finally we've finally given it up. Um, in Raiders of the, uh, I almost said Lost. No, I was right. I almost said Ra- I almost said Raiders of the Temple of Doom. Raiders of the Lost Ark. Uh, Harrison Ford was suffering from food poisoning, okay. which is why he, he did that. Can't the... he just shoot the guy? Yeah. Scene. Um, Brock Sampson is half Swedish, a quarter Polish, and a quarter Winnebago. Thank you. And if you want to dwell on it or not. Okay, let's address the fact that it is now... And I am I'm good at math. I am good at math. No, you're not. <laughs> I have empirical proof that you are not. I, it bothers me that I was just so vehemently wrong. I don't have a problem admitting I was wrong because I was really wrong. But it bothers me that I was so, so sure I wasn't. You were so adamant that it actually swayed me to agree with your wrong math. Because I'm going... Okay, like, as opposed to a punch in the face, well, like... the Barbie doll was right. Math is hard. Oh, I want that so bad. 
And Doug does own 40% more than I do, not 20%. Because 7 minus 3 is 4. four. Now, I agree that if I gave you 20%, we would be 50-50. Yeah, no. But that, there's an extra 20% I had kind of stocked away in that. Is that in the end of our corrections? That is. In mistakes you made this week? So, GarageBand's new, and I deleted, uh, or I think I deleted, I don't quite know what happened. New GarageBand, you know, it's not a mistake I made. Well, it is a little bit. Um, It's a Operator error. A little ID10T error, I'll be honest. Yeah. Um, we haven't talked about ID10T errors in a long time. Um, Actually, I thought about ID10T errors uh, last week when I was walking home because there was a massive blackout that I got stuck in the middle of, and I'm like, well, guess my computer's not going to work. And you're telling me about trying to do... Is that a porn? What? Massive blackout? <laughs> no. Oh. However, on a slide note with the you're- massive blackout... One... Oh, totally not terrifying walking home in a blackout in the middle of the night. Two, my Anchor external battery might be literally the best thing I've bought in the last few years because not only is it an external battery, but it's also a fucking flashlight. And as a segue, real quick, as a complete sidebar, you have an external battery because of Ingress. I still don't play it because I still just... Just sign up for Google Plus and don't be a dick. I, I literally have a bookmarked on my phone to like sign up for it and I'm just like... Okay, I'll get there when I get there. I it's that fucking, it's that fuck. I, I, I will quote the line from The Incredibles every time. I'll get there when I get there. Or we'll get there when we get there, when they're in the, the, the RV. Yeah. Take the Van Angel District. No! First Avenue's faster. Oh, it's so, they're saving the world and they're arguing about directions. That would be so fucking good. I do, um, I'm a big fan of The Incredibles. No Back capes. to the point. Huh? No capes. Which is great because you're like, oh, that's a really funny part, and you don't even realize it's foreshadowing. Well, it's also funny. You never put it together that Syndrome's got a cape. I know, I don't think about it until it happens, but it also makes me think of the opening of Watchmen. Uh, when they're doing kind the of... Guy the guy breaks his neck on the... It's the uh, revol- doll- was it a revolving door? It was game? a revolving door. I was going to say... When I want to say it's the- dollar bill, but I don't know. One of them was shot, and one of them was in the in the, in the the revolving door. Like I said, they're doing the demise of the Minutemen in the opening. Well, and the the big guy with the, the black KKK mask and the fucking noose around his neck, like, disappears. The guy that beat the shit out of the comedian when he was trying to rape uh, Silk Spectre. Yeah. The original Silk Spectre. Yeah. Because I've read... That a million fucking times. I didn't even actually need to see the movie. We actually gonna have to have this conversation about the rewatchability of Watchmen again. Oh, we've come full circle. That is at almost uh, more than a year's worth. Um, we've come full circle. Um, uh, moving on, so we can go though. Social contract asshole. Oh yeah, so new Garage Band changed some of the oh, keyboard shortcuts, and uh, I lost some audio. It's figured out, but we lost about forty-five good minutes about. Something about Broncos, and then uh, a little bit of some video game talk. <laughs> Do you have a mistake or no? Are we just moving on? Uh, I have no time, and I'm very tired. Great. Uh, so it's your contract, asshole. You know what? When there's a person with a kid, and I let them get on the bus first because there's a fucking tiny kid, um, don't move in front of me in line. Don't line block me after I, like, be a good person. That's actually negative reinforcement to be a horrible person. Oh, I let the like mom, the mom, the new mom and the kid in, and then like, I'm a good person. I'm a human being, and then 
this fucking dick hole in a fucking like Sons of Anarchy looking fucking jacket. Not Sons of Anarchy though, because I'd be like, yeah, at least you're a fucking kind of weird biker nerd. Um, but like, you know, some dipshit in fucking urban wear. Yes, I meant that racistly. Um, that's out there. Um, I'll say your own line for you. Um, like, just line blocks me. And I'm just like, okay, I just had a kid, like, a mom with, like, a one-year-old on this goddamn bus. I should be able to go next because I gave her my spot in line, but I was being a good goddamn person. Why was not, why wasn't that rewarded? Hashtag no justice. Come on in. Okay, we're done. This has been a Blood Alcohol Content Network production. Executive producers, Deb Barnett and Doug Nickbert. You can find us at www.bacnpodcast.com and BACN Podcast on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for listening to the BACN, your home for almost bacon and banjo!